Ker Avelt Hind. That's what the Lubavitcher Rebbe said. And it means upend the world today. And we can do that by someone doing something for God. The entire world is currently dictated by its animalistic passions. But one act can change all that. And we'll have a world that's dictated by its godly passions of the godly soul, which each and every one of us has. May the act that turns the world right side up happen today. Okay, this is the audio to end all audios. If you're new and you'd like to know the role of the Gentile in the eyes of Judaism, please go to the first audio that's at the bottom of this page. When you're done with that, come back here because this podcast is the one to end all podcasts. Because what we're going to do in this podcast is show you how to have an awesome life according to the Kabbalists and the Hasidic masters. Now, Hasidic philosophy is very, very complicated, and it is very broad. You could fill a whole temple with the books of Hasidic philosophy and Kabbalah. But what I'm going to do for you now, that's something that's being done for the first time ever, is break down what Chabad philosophy has to say and make it practical. Make it something that you can work on right now and improve your life and have an awesome life. Like I said, Hasidic philosophy is very complicated. There are 16 worlds. There are 10 sefirot. There are 10 emanations. There is God himself, of course. There is the yechida, the the oneness of the human soul that is alone because it is one with God who is alone because there is nothing else besides him. So we have the 16 worlds. We have 10 emanations within each world. Within those ten emanations, there are ten emanations. And within those ten emanations, there are ten more emanations. The entire thing has essence and purpose. We'll explain what essence is in a moment. Essence is like what the thing is, essentially. Like a wellspring, what it is. It is just a wellspring. And then purpose is what the wellspring becomes when it spurts out of the ground from beneath the depths of the ground to become a river. That is its purpose. Oil is aloof from the water, but the same oil permeates bread. The human body is what it is, but it also needs maintenance. That's its purpose. That's its essence and that's its purpose. That runs throughout the the entire Seder Heshtalshalos. This is called the order of the chain. There is an entire chain starting with God ending with man and his actions. And there are many, many levels between us, and the Kabbalah spends much ink on describing all these various levels. And Hasidic philosophy made it more practical. But now it's going to become more practical than it ever has been. We're going to go through Seder Hishtalshulis, the order of the chain, 16 worlds. And these are only the worlds in a person. This does not take into account the... 16 worlds that God used to create the world. There are 16 worlds in the world. And these are like different views on the same thing. It is all God. There is only God. God is absolutely one. But we can look at a 
piece of paper with, with ink on it and say that it's just ink or we can say that it's letters or we can say that it has meaning or we can say that it is giving us the subconscious thoughts of the author and then we must say that there is an author himself. That exists in the world and that exists in man. We will be talking about how it exists within man so that we can improve our lives. As a great sage once said, when he set out to live his life, he set out to change the world, but he wasn't able to do that. So he set out to change his country, wasn't able to do that. Set out to change his city, wasn't able to do that. Then he decided to just improve himself. And that worked. And through improving himself, he said, if I had done this from the beginning, I would have changed the entire world. We're going to have a basic theme that runs throughout the order of the chain, the big chain. And indeed, like a chain, one world connects and ascends slightly above the world above it. That's just a note. But we're going to start at the top. We're going to start with Yechida, the alone one, the soul, the author, the oneness. The soul of man is a piece of God, literally. That's what Tanya says. That's what it says. That's from the founder of Chabad Hasidic philosophy, the Alter Rebbe. The soul of man is a piece of God, literally. So the beginning of the order of the chain is actually God himself. It is our soul itself, the author itself, we being the author, and it is God, the ultimate author, beginning of this order of the chain is God. Now we must understand something about God. There is essence and there is purpose. I explained to you this already. There is the wellspring which is essence and there is the river which is its purpose. There is the oil which is aloof and the oil that permeates the bread. Now these are like two sides. These are like two points that are lateral. There is a point to the right that is purpose. There is a point to the left that is essence. Then there is a point above, and that is God. God is above both the essence and the purpose. How do we see this? In the analogy of a wellspring, we see that it has an essence and a purpose. That is its role as a thing itself, or as doing something that is its purpose. And then there is the water itself. Both when the water is being itself, and... The water is serving its purpose. It is the same water that is doing both. It is just water. The water is alone. And that is the dot above. So let's be clear. The characteristics of the water are essence and purpose. But the water is still just the same water. The same water that was in the wellspring is the same water that that is in the river. And when it comes to oil, the oil has an essence. That's its aloofness from the water doesn't mix with the water. And then we have its purpose, where it permeates the bread. Both are true, but both are characteristics of the same oil. The actual oil is like God himself. It's the actual thing. It's called the etzem. It's called atzmos umahus. It's called the abister. It's called the, the one who is who he is. Ekye asher ekye. God is the oil itself. God is the water itself. Its characteristics are that, it, are that it is essential or purposeful. But the water is water. It is the same water, whether it is an essence or a purpose. 
And this is going to change our lives. Because in every single thing in the world, there is an essence and a purpose. There is the thing itself and the thing as it does its purpose. But it is made of the same stuff. There is God. There is a dot to the left and a dot to the right. And then there is a dot above. That is God. But when you get to the dot above, then the dot to the right and the dot to the left become completely flexible. When you get to the top, when you get to God, the essence and the purpose become completely flexible. They become one. God unifies everything. So he unifies the essence and the purpose. And the essence and the purpose become one because it's the same oil and it's the same water. And it's the same body. This may be hard to understand, so I'll try to explain it again. We have a dot to the right, that's purpose. We have a dot to the left, that's essence. Oil, water, have an essential state. That is their state. And they have a purposeful state. They are what they are, and they're loved by God no matter what. That's why they're called the essence, it's essential. And then there's the purpose, which is fulfilling what it was meant to do. And actually taking action and changing the situation. But when you get to the dot above, remember there's a dot to the left and a dot to the right and a dot above. When you get to the dot above, which is God, the author, the one who is alone, he makes everything below it one. He allows you to do the purpose if you want to do the purpose or the essence if you want to do the essence equally. You have equal ability to do either one because God is one and he makes everything else one. He makes a unity out of the entire world. But what does it mean, a unity? It means that the essence and the purpose become flexible, that you can do both. You can go all the way to the purpose, you can go all the way to the essence, or you can make a combination of both of them. And you, or you can switch from one to other, to the other, to the other, to the other, every second if you want to. They're completely one. The essence and the purpose are completely one because it's the same water, it's the same oil, it's the same body. God is one. And therefore, you can do anything. Anything in the world that you encounter has an essence and a purpose and a God. It has a unity. And through connecting with that unity, we can do anything with the essence and the purpose. We can do anything with that thing. We can do anything. We have superpowers. And we'll give you examples of how this works. I'm going to give you the Hebrew names of the 16 worlds. They are. So you're familiar with it. It begins with God himself, the one who is alone, the one who is one, the one who makes everything one. Then there is Atsilos, the world of emanation, Bria, the world of creation, Yitzira, the world of formation, Asiya, the world of action. And those worlds repeat themselves again at a lower level, the lower level of the world of emanation and the lower level of the world of action and the lower world of creation and so on leaving us with eight levels. And we go up these levels, and we go down these levels, leaving us with 16 worlds. Now I'll tell you what they mean. The world of emanation is the world Eitzel. It is next to God. It is the world of the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah is of this world. In a person, it means your name, the closest thing to you, the author, the closest thing to a person is his name. That is why when a person has fainted, his name wakes him up. His very life is connected with his name. His name is not him, and his name is not God. 
but it is, is directly connected to yourself, directly connected with God. If you find yourself in the study of Kabbalah, because every person has a place in the Torah, in the books of Kabbalah, you have a place. That place is your name. The name that you were given at birth is also important. That name is how you get your life force. Just as our life wakes up when we hear our name, so too people are healed through changing their name. This is a fact. This happens in our synagogues all the time. They add to their name Chaim, life, and they get better. Just like using the name to wake someone up from a fainting. So the highest part of yourself, without being yourself, is your name. That's why your name does not change so easily. And the prophecy states that the Messiah will come when the wellsprings of Hasidic philosophy spread out to the Gentiles. May this audio be that spread that brings about the final redemption. So we just went through the world of upper Atsilus, upper emanation. We said that it's related to the Kabbalah, that we all have a name in the Kabbalah, and we all have a name that was given us by birth, and that is how we get our life force. We get our life force through our name that we were given at birth. Your name and your Ben, the son of, or Bas, the daughter of, your father. That is your name. You get your life force from the Hebrew alphabet, which God used to create the world, the Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dal, and Hey. That alphabet, when your name is spelled through that alphabet, through those letters, do you get your life force. Then there's the world of creation, the upper world of creation, Bria. Again, you have a place in Bria. Bria is the world of the books of the Mishnah. Mishnah means to study by repetition or to study and review. It's the first major written collection of the Jewish oral Torah. It was redacted by Judah the prince at the beginning of the 3rd century. Every person listening and every person in the world has a place in the Mishnah, in this work of the oral Torah. Everyone has a place in the world of creation. But what does it mean practically? Practically, the world of Bria, and may God forgive me if I'm getting these levels wrong, but the basic structure is right. In Bria, you have your characteristics. If you're a doctor, that's one of your characteristics. If you're a lawyer, that's one of your characteristics. If you're an extrovert, or if you're an introvert, part of your characteristic, part of your characteristic makeup. If you're liberal or conservative or environmentalist or you're a gun activist, you're a Christian, these are all part of your characteristics. Being Jewish is not one of our characteristics. Being Jewish is one with God himself. It cannot be changed. It is not a religion. It is a birthright. And no one can ever go from being Jewish to not being Jewish. It's impossible to change. It's even higher than a name because a name you can change. It's difficult, but you can change it. Being Jewish, you cannot change. But being a Muslim or being a Hindu is a characteristic. It's on the level of the world of creation. The third level down is Gemara. This is the explanation of the Mishnah. Every person in the world has a place in the Gemara. 
Practically speaking, this world means your impossible dreams. If you could make a list, and we will make a list, of all the things that we wish in the world, that we wish for ourselves and our family in the world, not considering the limitations of the world, but just writing down our impossible dreams. This is light. Even if you want superpowers, you write them down as one of your impossible dreams. This is the world of formation. Then, you cannot stop with your impossible dreams. That is light. But there must be vessels. We must write down on the paper next to it the practical solutions. How can this actually be done in the world as it currently exists? This will make your life awesome. If you keep writing down your impossible dreams and then you write down your practical solutions for those dreams, you will have an incredible life. And you focus on one at a time and accomplish them, you will have an unbelievable life, the life of a superhero. Some things may not be possible yet, but they still go on your list of impossible dreams. Many of them will be possible, but with great effort, and that is the purpose. We see again the existence of essence and purpose. Impossible dreams, essence. Practical solutions, purpose. So we see who a person is. This is, his, this is all his subconscious. It is subconscious that the person is enlivened by his name through the Hebrew alphabet. You didn't even know about it until I just told you about it. It is subconscious that you have a place in the Mishnah. It is not completely subconscious. It starts to become more conscious as we go down the ladder. And we are conscious of the fact that we have certain characteristics. But not totally. Many have not done the introspection to see if they are an introvert or an extrovert. To see if they are a thinker or a feeler. So this remains in the subconscious. Our job, as the founder of Chabad Hasidic philosophy said, is to spread light. So we are going to go on a process of bringing that which was subconscious into the consciousness. That's spreading light, that's spreading clarity, that's spreading consciousness. Those are all words for the same thing. We need to bring those things that have been holding us back and those evil qualities that are hiding in our subconscious, we need to bring them out to the forefront so they can be exposed and disposed with. So to review, we have your name, then we have your characteristics, then we have your impossible dreams, then we have your practical solutions. That aligns with the Chumash, the actual Torah, the five books of Moses. Every person in the world has a place in the five books of Moses. A certain story, a certain word is talking about them. God created the world by looking in the Torah and using the Hebrew letters in formations that bring about that particular creation. It's a very complex process of how the letters work together in amalgamations and interpolations, but that's how it is done. So you were created from the Torah. You were created from the Chumash. You were created from the five books of Moses. And you were also created from the oral Torah. And you were created from the Kabbalah. Everything comes from the Torah in the upper segment of the eight worlds. We will go down 
to the lower four worlds. These worlds repeat themselves, and yet they are very different. The lower world of Atsilos, the lower world of emanation, is your intellect. The intellect is how you look at things, how you process information. When you look at something, do you look at what's bright about it, or do you look at what's dark about it? Do you look for similarities in some things, in most things, or do you look for differences in most things? You have an intellect that you are not very aware of. This one is largely subconscious, but we have to make it conscious. Then, after the intellect, we have the emotions. Are you a giving person, or are you a withholding person? Are you a spender, or are you a saver? Are you late, or are you early? Are you brave, or are you scared? Do you speak a lot, or do you speak a little? These are all emotions. This also, perhaps, is where the liberal and conservative divide takes place. Those are emotions. The words liberal means to be expansive. The word conservative means to be restrained. I don't know if that's what they are in practice, but that's what the words are. They're emotions. Then we have your beliefs. I have given you many, many beliefs about Noahidism and about comedians and about sexuality and about laziness and about charity. These are all beliefs. And these beliefs arise out of the emotions. If you're kinder, you will have kinder beliefs. So every level springs from the level before it. And that is key. Because what we're going to do, with God's help, is we're going to uncover the essence and the purpose and the God that is above both of them and makes them both totally flexible and under your control. We need to uncover the three dots, the one to the left, the one to the right, and the one above. And we need that God above. That's why he's called Abishter, the one above. We need God above to come down to unite the essence and the purpose. Make them one, make them totally flexible and completely under our control. Because each one of us has a soul that's one with God. So the way God unites with the world is the way we will unite with our goals. And we will have a life of awesomeness. Nobody will be able to stop you once you've gone through this process of making, of making all these worlds conscious and then more conscious by realizing how it's an essence and a purpose and then more conscious by realizing, realizing that it's God and God can do anything and therefore we can do anything. May this material be the material that brings the Messiah immediately. God bless.